Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's such a delight to uh, meet you all uh, at the start of this week. Although the week has started a little ahead in Australia, it's 12 noon. Um, I'm glad to be talking to you before your day starts for today. Um, so um, the next 15, 20 minutes, we are probably going to look at some scriptures and it's primarily going to be uh, scriptures today. And I'd like to read these scriptures along with you uh, rather than telling a lot of stories. Um, over the last few uh, weeks or months, uh, one of the things that always intrigued me is like how some people thrive and how some people are not successful. Um, and many a times we see people who don't love God, who are not followers of Jesus, who are not uh, known uh, to, uh, who don't know anything about eternal life. We see them to be very, very successful. And when I speak to a lot of my friends who are uh, believers in Christ for a very long time, who stand for Jesus in marketplace, who stand for Jesus in business, and when they struggle, many a times the conversation revolves around uh, saying, hey, look at these uh, guys, you know, they don't follow the rules. Um, they circumvent every other process. They don't go by the books, but they are thriving. And many a times it boils down to saying, we are struggling. We are probably uh, not able to succeed at work or in our business or in our professional life because we play by the rules. Uh, Christian life is becoming a lot more difficult nowadays because you cannot do a lot of things that others do. And it becomes so stressful for us. And sometimes some people question like, you know, is it okay if we probably uh, bend the rules once? Uh, do we have to always hold on to uh, the guidelines that are given to us by our pastor or based on the word that we heard last week? Or should we always follow this? I'm not sure how many of you are able to relate to this, but I have been in this situation personally. And uh, it becomes very, very hard to make a decision uh, when we are actually pushed against the wall or when we are pushed against a corner. Um, I'd like to start this week's devotion by sharing a, a, a specific chapter from the Bible. It is Psalms 37. Um, can you see my screen? Okay, so I want to turn your attention to uh, the scriptures, Psalms 37. So it says, fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. This is KJV for consistency. I'll continue to use KJV. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shall thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. 
this chapter has got about 40 verses and i request you all to go home and or i mean uh, you know uh, during the week please read these verses and this starts very beautifully saying fret not thyself and every other word starts with a sort of command it says trust in the lord it says delight thyself in the lord commit thy way unto the lord rest in the lord if you look at this verse number four, this is one of the most abused word in Christianity. So it says, delight thyself also in the Lord. He shall give thee the desires of your heart. And in different translations, it, it, it sort of means like, you know, God will give all the desires of your heart. But what these verse really means is when we delight in the Lord, God will actually put the right desires into our heart. So today, I would like to ask you a couple of questions. What is the problem that you're facing? And every morning when I wake up and when I go to God and I always feel like probably this is how God asks, what's your problem, dude? What's your problem for today? What have you come to me with? Are you having problems with uh, the payments that you have to make for your business? Uh, are there any receivable spending? People aren't paying you. Your appraisal is coming and you don't know what rating you're gonna get. Your promotion is pending. You're not going to get promoted because you didn't go out for the drink with your manager. You couldn't convert some of the deals. You are in debt. You don't know how to repay it. You have workforce issues. You don't have enough people to do the projects. You have projects lined up. You have a great pipeline, but you don't have resources. You don't have people to do these projects. Your approvals are pending. Regulatory approvals are pending. Your compliance approvals are pending. People are asking for bribes. There is this stiff competition. You're not able to hold on to your prices. People are burning cash on the other end. Your reputation is at stake because some of the projects you committed, you are not able to finish it. And with all these problems around you, now you got to live with the guidelines that I have given you. You cannot really bend the rules anywhere. And this sort of put so much of pressure in many of the believers today. And they wonder, oh my God, what am I doing? How am I going to face all these problems? And how am I going to really come out of this whole issue? And some of us are probably starting the week with some of these questions in our head. And for many business owners, as the month end is nearing, it's about, hey, how am I going to pay the salaries to my employees? So, I grapple with some of these questions even today. Uh, some are open-ended. I really don't know how God is going to answer them. But when I ask God, when I question God, when I pray, God always moves my focus to two different questions. I would like to ask you the same question today. As you start this week, although we have been walking with Christ, we all go to church, we all read the word, we all pray. I'd like to ask you these two questions as you start this week. Do you know your purpose? And how do you define your success? These two attributes are key, whether we are in business, whether we are running an NGO, whether we are employed and salaried, whether we work in academia, whether we are in the industry, or we are just a freelancer, 
or we are in full time missions or we are a missionary or we are a pastor many a times we tend to lose sight of the purpose why we started something and almost always the definition of our success is defined by the world today i want you to refocus on this to go back and remind yourself what is that purpose that god has given you in your life and are you in a particular situation today because you are pursuing that purpose or have you drifted away from that purpose and you are pursuing something else number 2 how are you defining your success is your success based on the worldly standards or is it based on what god has shown you the way godly standards work is very different from the world's gold standard i vividly remember one of the conversations probably a decade ago with a hr and then i had my sales head in the same conference room there was a huge argument because the incentive was not paid the sales incentive was not paid and the sales head was furious that the incentive was not paid so he questioned the hr saying why haven't you paid i have done so many meetings i have got so many contacts i have made so many appointments and meetings i have done this i have done that i have sold so much the hr flatly refused or refuted the whole thing and just said hey you did all these things okay you are only talking about your efforts i am talking about the results i don't care about your efforts i just need results i don't see conversions you haven't hit the target number this is how world works fortunately we have a god who works very differently today you and i are in a particular position or in a situation or running a business or working somewhere because we believe that god has given that to us your business is the ministry that god has given you your work is the ministry that god has given you and we believe and we should believe if you don't believe in that that whatever we do today is a blessing and god has given that so let's get our purpose right if we get the purpose right and then it becomes very easy to define the success so if the success in your life is about money if it is about position if that is about power if that is about fame then my dear brother my dear sister i am sorry we are going to face all the problems that we saw in the previous slide always but if you consider your work as the mission if god has moved you from one place to another if god has made you establish a new business if god has made you uh, take up additional role if you consider that as a mission then brother the success is defined by what god wants us to do and in god's sight god is looking at our heart let me tell you again our god 
is not going to evaluate us like how our hr is going to evaluate us god is not going to look at the result he is looking at your heart he is looking at your obedience he is looking at your commitment god wants you to succeed and god wants you to walk the path that he has laid out for you the moment we acknowledge that we are in god's direction we are walking in god's path then we don't have to worry about the success measures of the world we all worry about the kpis we all worry about the metrics we all worry about the numbers of course they are all important they all tell you a story they all tell you something but end of the day if you want to be in the lord if you want to have that peace that surpasses all understanding to come upon you it is very important that we have to commit our ways to the lord it is very important to ask god to give the desires in our heart and it is very important to execute everything in the way god wants us to do and this could probably open a lot of additional questions and and i think the only way we could probably answer them is by walking with the lord sometimes we lose in the sight of the world to gain for christ the bible says that we have to be very merciful to people who have borrowed from us so does that mean that we have to probably lose money yes of course we can be prudent but god puts us in certain situations to be merciful god has kept you in a place so that you can show mercy to someone to whom the world will never show mercy and the scripture says we are not going to borrow does that mean i'm going to rely on god for sources absolutely yes we are not going to go to uh not so genuine sources to collect whatever we want to collect to start something we want we are going to depend on god to do something am i going to be fair with someone who is not fair to me absolutely yes am i going to be fair with the team member who is not fair absolutely yes and that is the calling for us it is very important to understand we do not belong to the world we belong to christ crucified and we are here to testify and live out a life where we can portray and depict christ to the dying world and hence we will be fair to people who are unfair we will be merciful to people who slaughter us and that is what is success in christ and that is how we put christ to the forefront i want to tell you many a times we want to understand how god works we are so worried about behind the scenes we want to see god going and fighting for our enemies and killing the enemies no lord says rest in me you trust in me and you rest in me and i will take care of everything for you as we read psalm 37 again lord says rest in the lord and wait patiently for him fret not verse 34 says wait on the lord and keep his way and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land when the wicked are cut off thou shall see it 
the salvation of the righteous is of the lord he is their strength in the time of trouble this week i'd like to bring your focus back to the scriptures to tell you to encourage you that you are not fighting a battle alone this battle belongs to the lord you are where you are because the lord has put you there if you have been thinking that it is just a job or it is just a business and you are there to make money to become famous to become rich to have a lot of power i'm sorry brother you have to change your heart today you have to ask god to put you in a place where he wants you to be the moment we invite lord jesus into our hearts we cry out for salvation we become christ ambassadors we don't live for this world we don't live for ourselves we live for christ and we are here waiting for his coming we are here waiting for the eternal life and so it is our responsibility to consider our professional or business life to be missions you are in the mission field and there is warfare and there you are going to reflect christ second corinthians chapter 10 verse 3 to 5 we read for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god to the pulling down of strongholds so my dear brother my dear sister i'd like you to think about your situations today and commit that situation to god i am sure we all have problems there is not even a single day that passes without problems but take heart we have a savior we have a super boss who is beyond all these problems and he says when you seek the kingdom first when you work for the kingdom when your heart's cry is kingdom's expansion when you do that with all your heart i'm going to take care of all the other things for you and what looks like a failure in the world is going to be success in lord's sight when people mock us for walking away from deals when people see us walking away for making right decisions and standing for christ and mock us there is a party happening in heaven i want to tell you you are not alone christ jesus is right there with you i like to bow your heads let's spend the next 1 minute in prayer please close your eyes i want you to reflect what the lord has put in your heart i'm sure god is speaking to each and every one of you we have been called to do something for god some are full time in missions as pastors as evangelists as missionaries many of us are out in the marketplace demonstrating jesus to people who will never see jesus and we are probably the only bible they are going to read lord we commit ourselves lord we pray that you will give us the strength 
to face the situations we are in. Lord, we pray that we will trust in you wholeheartedly. We will spend time reading your scriptures and delight in you, O Lord. Lord, all the desires that you have put in our hearts, Lord, we pray that you will give us the wisdom to execute them. Lord, we commit our paths to you and we commit that we will not go in the path that the world walks, but we will walk in the way that you have given us, O Master. Lord, we thank you for the promises that when we wait on you, you are going to give us success. Lord, we thank you for the promise that when we rest in you, you are going to fight the battles for us, O Master. Lord, we thank you for the promise that the salvation is going to come from you for us. You are going to give us the inheritance, O Master. Lord, give us the clarity in our thoughts. Help us to come out of all the worldly thoughts and understand that we are your ambassadors and we are here to carry your banner, O Lord. Let this coming week be a blessed week. Help us to proclaim you in every opportunity we get. Help us to lift your banner high. Be a witness, be a testimony wherever we are walking. We are here to execute and continue what you left behind, O Master. Lord, we humbly wait for you to come back again so that we can lead a happy life, an eternal life, O Master. We humbly submit ourselves once again unto your feet. We ask everything in the mighty name of Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.